Hi, everyone. Welcome to After Dark. Uh, the smiling faces you see on your screen are me, Trevor, and my co-host, Olivia. Hello, Liv. How are you? Hey, Trev. How are you? Now, Liv, um, I don't want to alarm the guests uh, to our podcast now, but uh, you uh, you look a little different than you usually do. Yeah, because this is the first time we've ever recorded with video. <laughs> yeah, so this is how you should expect it to look <laughs> at all times. This is this is yeah, it's 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 like you know, it's her style, it's her signature. Um, no, you're 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 dressed up for the season, right? It's a uh, it's it's the spooky season. I'm just catching bugs. And what are you doing with those bugs? <laughs> Um, I, I, there's a, there's a guy in town named Blathers and I've, he just really, <laughs> he hates bugs, but, uh, he does want them very badly. And so I'm, I've been giving them to him. Blathers lives a life of conflict. It's true. He yeah. also is very jealous that you can find all the fossils, but also really wants your fossils. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they are. I give them to him and he's like, Oh, obviously this is a triceratops skull you moron <laughs> you are it, it, in many ways you the the animal crossing villager um yes are are a you live kind of like this perfect life it's like it's like uh you're you're like rousseau's the uh, pardon the pardon the term because it's not meant to be insulting but you're like rousseau's idiot boy who like <laughs> wanders through the world and like is living in this state of bliss it's it's like an ideal thing and and, and blathers is just like there to be like how did you get all this good luck? How did you find all these things? And you're just like, I just, I spend my day digging and I spend my day catching. Mm -hmm. Bliss. Hanging out with my friends. Yeah. And for anyone who is like still just like listening to this, like a typical episode. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant if anyone was still watching or listening. It's like, it hasn't been that bad. Like, it's a little rough. I feel like it's probably um, good to mention that there's also a video portion of this now on YouTube. So. Correct. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to, before the podcast goes up, I'm going to put a little, like right when we, right when we sign off, I'm going to put a little uh, private link on my YouTube and I'm going to put it up on the Patreon for patrons only so they can go see it early if they want to. Um, and then once it's up recorded, I will, I will make it public and everyone can see it. That's my current model for this. Please uh, let me know if I did a bad job with my model. Um, I'm open to uh, uh, non-constructive criticism. To lashings. Yeah, just please, please be as mean as possible uh, when you reach <laughs> out to me. Uh, people have been, I've been, I've been like, I've been getting some rude people recently in my mm. life, which is, which is weird. I'm not used to that. Um, I took Tilly to her first rock climbing competition uh, on Saturday. Um she plays fourth in her age group, which was really good for her first time. Aww. She did great. Um, but when we went in, I, I on the forum, it said, get there 90 minutes early. And everyone was like, yeah, get there early. Like, it's really important to get there early. So I even got there a little earlier than that. Oh, and I got I in and the guy that. just... <laughs> I, I, that's right. Uh, no, I was like there like 105 minutes early. And, um, <laughs> and, and the guy was like, she can't be here. She has to come back in an hour. Like, three fifty, get her out of here. He like, you can't, you can't be here right now. You have to be out of the gym. I was like, man, this guy should be a lot more chill as like a rock climbing guy, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. he went the wrong route. He went, yeah, he went the wrong route. Um, he like he he definitely kind of went aggro on me. Um, and I, I just I'm not used to that in um in real life, 
Mm. Like online, you see it all the time. But when someone's real life rude to you, I don't know. We don't like it. No one would be online. No one's real life rude to you, right, Liv? I don't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I would hate to tell you something I'm, that you I'm, don't want to hear. No, I'm real life rude. I, it's true. I'm, no, I'm, not I'm you. Rude. Just uh, Rude and I have attitude. I would love uh, for you to believe that no one's ever rude to me. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that would hurt my feelings to think mm. that someone was rude to you. That's true. Um, yeah, so I, you're going to have to leave me an innocent summer child on this one. Um, so today's the Halloween episode. Yeah. Um, let me ask you before we jump in. I, I have one activity. We, we, we tried to come up with activities and we got one, which is pretty good because we've never done activities before. So this is this is a learning and growing situation. Um, let me ask you, what is what is Halloween to you? What do you like to do on Halloween? What is what is your ideal sort of series of activities? Like mm. either, you know, either growing up, if that was how was that like sort of the most resonant time for it for you or or currently if that's if it is like important to you still oh yes i was classically a big time trick-or-treater um Ooh, as as yeah. an adult um i watch horror movies all okay. october i mean i watch them all year but basically every night i'll watch something um during october read you watch some interesting ones too sometimes you have like yeah, no, I think you, I mean, yeah, I guess they're not all good, but uh, they, they can't be, not just yours, but anyone's. If you're watching 30 horror movies, there's going to be some some rough ones in there if you're not just playing it safe. Um, I Yeah, I, I, I always like hearing about the ones you watch, though, because you there's there's some, like, off the beaten trail of, uh, things as well. Yeah, this year, actually, I've, like, caught up on um, stuff that I should have watched a long time ago. Like I finally watched mm. Friday the 13th for the first time. Like I'd never oh, seen the first one. Yeah. I'd never seen that before. A, that's such a dreamy, interesting movie. Like it's so much better. I, it's been a while since I've watched it, but like when I watched it the first time, my first like feeling about it was like, and, and this is having seen like Friday the 13th four and like Friday the 13th eight, mm-hmm. like those are goofy and kind of like, like ridiculous. And you watch the first one and it's like this weird sun bleached sort of like horror movie about a mom who went insane of losing her son. It's very, it's, yeah, it's a lot better than the, the later one. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a lot of like twin peaksy kind of like nature shots. Yeah. I, I liked it. It's, it's kind of a beautiful film, which is not something I thought I would say about Friday the 13th one. Yeah, I, I knew the ending to it, but I didn't realize that there was like not a single moment of the hockey mask visage in it. <laughs> yeah, it's all the bag. Or does she even do the bag in the first one? Is it There's just like, you just see nothing and then you see her? Yeah, the only time Jason shows up is when he uh oh, sorry, spoilers for 1980s Friday the 13th. <laughs> One, um, I'm sure if you're listening to a Halloween podcast, you certainly do not know the twist at the end of Friday the 13th. Um, but yeah, the uh, the uh, the only time you see Jason is when he reaches up and like drags her into the lake, right? Like, yeah, it really is set up like almost like a um, sleepaway camp style movie where like the first one could stand on its own. Like, I don't think they expected it to become a franchise. Mm-hmm. It is cool though, because I was like kind of expecting that it was just going to be like totally like not paranormal at all. Like, and so whenever mm-hmm. like Jason actually is at the end of the movie, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. it's, it is a surprise. Yeah. I liked that. I like, I, I, 
I think I need to rewatch that again because I'm having a lot of like ideas about it, and I'm not sure if any of them are justified. So it's like it's it's probably time to give it a rewatch. It's a mm-hmm. it's a good it's a good scary season movie. It's a good movie for November too. So don't feel don't feel boxed in. Well, um, I watched on Friday the Thirteenth. So there you go. That was that was very thematic of you. And, but there's nothing very superstitious that goes on. <laughs> no, I think they just found a good title. Yeah, like some. I, I find like those '80s slashers. Some of them have titles like um, like Truth or Dare or whatever. Like the there are ones that are just like, especially the more sort of like obscure ones where they really like stick to the stick to the story of their title where it's like, you know, three teens play truth or dare and it, it goes wrong. Uh, you know, like uh, April fools, mm-hmm. April fools is what I'm trying to think of where like, um, it's all about April fools gags. Basically <laughs> it's like, okay, you're really stuck to the assignment on this one. Um, I like it. Whereas- it's kind of like those like, uh, the Vincent price ones, like the, the Shakespeare <laughs> one and, um, house of wax. It is in fact Yeah, but like in like the Shakespeare one, what's it is it called Theater of Blood? That sounds right. But it's like each death is like based off of a different like oh. Shakespeare play because he's like killing yes. a acting troupe. <laughs> or the like- um abominable Dr. Fives where he's like yep. killing them all based off of like a deadly sin or a plague mm-hmm. of egypt or something i i like i'm i'm kind of a sucker for that sort of stuff because like it's an easy moment to feel like recognition and i think mm. there's there's something to that where you're just like oh i, I know that one that's like that's this play <laughs> like oh that's this shakespeare it's why like people are enjoying watching the house of usher right now i assume um they're all they're all loving finding the edgar Allan poe stories they know <laughs> like the black cat uh, every everyone's saying that's that one that's the yeah one. whenever the cat is black i go absolutely wild <laughs> it's edgar <laughs> yeah, I, I lose it I say, that's my buddy um yeah I think no, it's, it's the same um appeal as like the saw movies too totally like, people love that it's just like a basically like a um haunted house like escape room kind of thing and every room has like a different theme no, absolutely. And like every every time you're like, oh, what this person do? I wonder like why this trap is symbolic to their situation. <laughs> like like why am I why am I in a bear trap? Well, it's because you're like you can't shut your mouth and now it's in a big trap and like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm saying it like I'm being sarcastic, but honestly, it is it's enjoyable. It's fun to have it. It is that way. it's nice. Um I'm also have been like trying to catch up. Because people seem to like Saw 10 more than some of the other oh, really? ones, like the one that just came out. So I had like watched the first four or five. I'd watched the first five, five, and then I watched six and seven um, last weekend. And six was surprisingly coherent. Interesting. Friend of friend of us, <laughs> friend of many people, uh, Sean McTiernan is a is a diehard Saw guy, um, and has watched like all nine of them. I think a ridiculous number of times. Um, I think he has like a, a theory that it is, um, it is pretty, I know mean, he's smart about film. So I, I tend to trust him. Um, but like that, they're, they're kind of like coherent in an interesting way. Um, and also, I mean, silly too. It's, it could be mm. both, but um, six, I mean, was, I, I, six, six mm. was good. Cause it was about like, um, you have not seen these movies. I've seen saw one. I saw, yeah. saw one in the theaters when everyone was talking about saw. Uh, yeah. um, because I'm 800 years old, but um, <laughs> when when all of you were in the womb, I was seeing Saw. Uh, but yeah, no, I I saw Saw one in the theaters, and I remember being of two minds about it. But like, I think 
I have mostly good memories of of old Carrie Elways being uh, uh, handcuffed to a corpse. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. It's so cool. Uh, but what is six about? Oh, so it's about like a health insurance uh, executive, and he puts that guy in the trap, like in the as like the. It's not so much the first movie, but basically all the other ones. There's like one main person that's like tested, and then like each room is like a you know it involves different people. But um, that's that's so, an interesting evolution of the movie because in the first one you have the two people who are trapped, but mm-hmm. that's sort of its own kind of like. I guess like main point of tension, everyone's trying to find them and, and rescue them and they get put into traps as a result. Yeah. But I, I did feel like it made sense that he was like, you are happy to do life and death sentences every day about like who mm. gets their like surgery or whatever approved. So like, this is the same thing, but yeah. you actually have to do it. Did, um did it, did it come back to the fact that saw, the guy behind Saw was uh, is, is a cancer patient. Mr. Saw, yeah. That, that, that Saw himself, the the man behind the mask. Yeah, it was like a guy he, he had interacted with. Oh, okay. That sounds good, actually. I should watch yeah. that. Maybe I should skip all the intervening ones and just watch Saw 6. I don't... That I think... Uh, well, there's... It, it ties up a lot of loose ends, too, in a way. Oh. You, I don't think he would understand what was going on i think you do have to watch the other ones surprisingly <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough that's that's reasonable um i'm like i'm behind on my horror uh fiction i've i've had had a weird break with it although i did i've been reading some strange fiction i started reading again um Ooh. a little bit i know we've talked about this in the podcast that i don't read um and I, I i need to get back into it and i started reading neverwhere by neil gaiman uh because Kristen got it from the library and thought i might like it um and it turns out I did. I was like pleasantly surprised at how good, like, I don't know why I was like, I guess. So I really like Neil Gaiman's comics. Um, I've always mm-hmm. enjoyed his comics. I'm not like the, the biggest Sandman, like nut in the world, but I like Sandman. I like some of the stuff he's written. He's always writes a really good comic. Um, but I've also read other comic book authors stuff that I like their comics. And then I read their books and I'm like, wow, this, this works a lot better if you're uh, if you're limited by a comic. Like like I don't I, I don't need to hear your description. I like mm-hmm. most of your dialogue isn't necessary. It's really great that you kept it in little bubbles. Um, so I wasn't expecting much from it, and I really like I I quite I quite enjoy it. It's, it's a it's a lovely book to read, and um, it has a little of the horror and like you know supernatural about it. And I think like I'm remembering how much I like just kind of being in that fiction. Um, I think too long I've just been like kind of getting my horror via like people reading Reddit stories or whatever, which is like <laughs> not great. <laughs> like it's, it's pretty much just like the worst way to do it. But it is a way to do it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I might be I might be uh, getting gruel, but at least I'm also uh, very hungry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, since we're going to have to ask at some point, I want to ask before we get to our activity. Have you been playing any video games recently? Um, the video Overwatch. game of watching horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch. Unfortunately, the still just playing of, Overwatch. The saw trap of video games. Overwatch. Truly, truly. Did you see the um, K-pop music video with the Overwatch characters in it? No, I did not. Oh yeah, we there's could, a we could collaboration. Show it right now. 
Is it good? I don't I don't I mean, know if we a... upload it to YouTube if you're allowed to like wholesale. I guess if you're talking. Oh, did you it. make it? Oh wait. Um, no, it's in a real. Oh, thing. Yeah, I don't, like oh yeah, I don't know if we can. Oh yeah, look at this, La Seraphim. <laughs> mm hmm. Ah, interesting. So this is like this is like them doing a little bit of the the uh, of the uh, League of Legends deal where they did their K-pop song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna see. Okay, so it's well, I, it's a I little bit different least... because it's it's not for Overwatch. It's like a collaboration with overwatch but the seraphim is like an actual group outside of so this is what it is i we could show this at least yeah. um so we have what this is bridget right mm -hmm. um this is wait is that sombra the doc? oh right yeah wouldn't even think about sombra um you don't know who that is. is that, it's Kiriko. That, yeah, I don't know Kiriko, but I know Diva and I know Mercy. Yeah, that's Tracer. Okay. Is it Tracer? Yeah. I guess the glasses give it away. Her hair looks like Mercy's hair in that. Yeah. For some reason. They all have like a different. It's the, it's the, it's, they have like it's the swoop. They have skins. Uh, they're they had special outfits for the music video that you can then buy the skin for. That is very cool, and um, I'm glad I did not watch and get into that because I did watch and get into um, the uh, the one for League, and I was very happy I didn't play League because I would have definitely wanted those skins, even if those characters were not good. Um, <laughs> I would have I would have definitely been like the you know 35 at that point 35 year old man trying to get <clears throat> the K-pop skins for the the various little characters that I don't know how That's to use. Right. Um, and I, I only vaguely know how to use them better in Overwatch. I, I know how an FPS works as opposed to a MOBA, which is <laughs> a horrible mystery uh, that we I don't, don't ever, to... I don't yeah. plan to ever solve. That's best, best left for, for those who have already done it. Um, I watched a little bit of the Overwatch world cup started today and oh. uh, it was Korea's first game and they like destroyed in their first game. And so in okay. the second, in their second game, they, um, played the la seraphim comp where they just played diva brig <laughs> uh, Kirika, um, which is not considered a good meta but uh they continue to destroy it was really good is there so yeah i guess who's your who's the healer on that team kiriko and brig oh kiriko is oh yeah i forgot that i forgot that brig could do it interesting yeah i mean why not the style on them yeah it's fun who were who they beating Columbia. Mm. It's a shame. I feel like I feel like maybe you shouldn't style so hard on Columbia. Well, I mean, if they had been playing a better meta, then it probably would have been even worse. You know, like less. <laughs> that's true. No, that's a good point. I guess I shouldn't complain that the that the meta is varied because that's the worst part of Overwatch. When you start watching like people do it well, it's like there's like two metas. If if that, and everyone just uses them and bangs them up against each other. It's it's not as bad as it was in Overwatch One. It's, really? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Great. Thank you for defending Overwatch Two. I've I've successfully trapped you. And no, that's just right. <laughs> I like I like Overwatch. I I wish I wish that I had the wherewithal to train myself to play it better. But also, I think no. I would just end up playing it all the time. So yeah. probably not. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um. 
All right. So I have, I have, I have, I have an activity. Do you want to do an activity? Yeah, let's do an activity. Let's do an activity. It's so Halloween. Fun talking to you face to face. I know. I hope everyone else thinks this is fun because I think it's fun. I hope everyone thinks it's fun that I'm in costume and you're not. Yeah, I, because I, I look like a real, a real sourpuss. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the guy who's trying to end dancing in uh, Footloose. Uh, <laughs> and I that, didn't that's tell. Deal. I didn't tell Trevor that I was. Um, going to dress up and he did not seem surprised to see that I was, I, I wasn't, it, it made a lot of sense because prior to the, prior to the show, just to give everyone a little backstage pass here, uh, Liv did say, Hey, I need about like five minutes. And I, <laughs> okay. And then when I, when Liv came on the show and she was dressed up, I thought, okay, that is probably what the five minutes were for. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously not just five minutes, your nose makeup is impeccable. Oh, thank um, you. I, I did it. I, I wore this costume out last night, um, and last night I made the triangle, like, bigger, and it looked pretty oh, okay. like Whenever I was doing my makeup, I was um, on, on FaceTime with, with Daniel, and I was like, I kind of feel like that girl from the big comfy couch. Like, it just, like, something was reading, <laughs> like, because I, I have, like, big freckles on because I just wanted to be, like, cutesy. Um, you got to love being from the big comfy couch, though. It's big and comfy. It gave children joy. But whenever I was out, not a single person was like, oh, my gosh, you're an Animal Crossing villager. Or, like, even, like, what are you? Two people came up to me and were like, Molly? Are you Molly from the Big Comfy Couch? <laughs> you're like, yeah, now I am. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I have to, like, I'm, I'm, I will say as, like, a side note, um, it's cool to see, it's cool to look at your makeup, too, because I, uh, Kristen is not like uh, my, my wife is not much of a makeup person. And it's not because she doesn't like it. It's just because like I've heard this from from multiple women. So I hope I hope that it is true, but it may not be um, that uh, many women are like either self-taught later in life or they just learn everything they need to know from their moms. Um, and Kristen's mom didn't really do makeup. And I don't think Kristen was super interested in learning. Uh, so she just doesn't do a lot of makeup, which is fine. Uh, but we were going to a wedding. And she was putting on eyeliner um, and she was like, I don't like, I, I just like, I hate doing this. And she's like, can you look up a tutorial and then you put on my eyeliner? <laughs> and at first I was like, that's okay. Okay. Uh, she's like, did you look up that tutorial? And I was like, oh, okay. And I looked up a tutorial. Did you do I it? I tried. I gave her too thick of an, eye, an eyeliner. Mm. I tried really hard. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I did really well for my first try, um, but the 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 tutorial was really good, and all the comments were super heartwarming because it was just a bunch of people being like, "I'm trans, and and being able to do this has made me feel so in my own body, and and like I feel like I'm free to be my own self." And they're like, "Oh, gee, me too! Like this is so helpful. Thank you so much." And I was like, "Well, this is really sweet." Um, it's weird that like the cis guy helping his wife put on eyeliner is here too, but I don't have to comment. Let them know. <laughs> that I'm that I'm barging in on their party, <laughs> uh, but it was very nice. Uh, it was also one of the weirdest and most stressful things I've done. Um, I'm glad it went okay, and she could get yeah. the, the bad eyeliner off. But I've put on eyeliner many times, and sometimes it it goes on too thick, and yeah, then you just gotta I, keep putting it on. <laughs> sometimes it, it gets thick. really big. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it becomes eye black, and you play a football game. Uh, or baseball, go Rangers. 
Go Rangers. Go Rangers. Straight up te- hashtag straight up te- Texas. Hashtag go and take it. That's right. That's right. It's theirs to take. Um game one was very exciting. I don't know how closely you're following, but exciting comeback. Uh win for for our Rangers. Yes, uh that's correct. <laughs> I'm wearing the, um, Rangers colors. This is lovely. you are wearing Rangers colors. Yes. No. I mean, you're you're you are absolutely in the spirit of both Halloween and the Fall Classic. Um, also wearing Phillies colors, which is spooky because they are dead. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I will say I think I I think I would have done I think I would have done better with liquid eyeliner. She had the sort of like it was like the kind that's like more of like the marker or the kind of like. You know what I mean? There's like it's like solid sort of that you put it on like I don't know. But uh, I think I would have done better with liquid because the the tutorial was that. But it really was one of the a strange moment in my life where I realized how difficult putting on makeup is. Not that I didn't think that before, but like how difficult it would be for me to put makeup on another person. I was like I've never conceived this as like an option. I think it'd be hard for me to put eyeliner on a different person. It's very I don't know. You should figure it out. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't like wearing normal makeup and so usually I don't wear makeup to like work or anything, but I really mm-hmm. like fun makeup. I don't like makeup that's like corrective of okay. you know, you know, like the yeah to look presentable. Um yeah. but I like fun makeup. Well, I think you have always looked presentable. <sighs> well, thank you. Now, especially uh with the fun makeup, but also without any makeup. Yeah. I don't think you would look I, I think no, you would look presentable in all things. Um, I also agree, though. I, I find I, I find makeup really cool. I find the social demand to wear makeup a little much. Um, not that it matters what I think about it, but um, now you all know. <laughs> the social demand on Halloween <laughs> to wear makeup. I'm so mad about Halloween. Too much. Like, you, this is a little <laughs> much. It's just a little much that you have the nose. Like they made you do that. Uh, yeah, they the the they Halloween make you put on a costume. Who, who, look who you look for who you can't uh, criticize. Uh, parentheses people who make Halloween. Um. Well, I will say my costume is this shirt I got from Free Will for uh, our uh, my local brewery, and they did a uh, it says someone from Free Will loves you. They did a suicide awareness uh, collaboration. With like uh, the the suicide hotline, um, and uh, and made a beer uh, that was like specific. I guess all the proceeds went to it. But like this shirt also, I guess is is about that too. And I liked it, and then bought it, and felt good that I was supporting a good cause. This is my Halloween story. I'm going as a I'm going as someone with a social with a I'm I'm pretending I'm someone with a sense of social connection. I believe I'm buying it. <laughs> Thank you. People keep asking me what I am. They say, "Are you a selfish man?" And I say, "You're close, uh, <laughs> not quite." Guess again. Actually, right. quite the opposite. <laughs> all right. So here's our. Uh, please, please ignore all the hilarious ads. Um, <laughs> you know, if you want, if you're worried about Oracle NetSuite um, or uh, Old Space or whatever's coming up. Uh, you you can be, but this is our this is our our, our tier ranking list. I mean, we we went through a couple of these. This one seemed the best, but it's it's a little it's still a little weird. But we're gonna do our best with it. Um, I'm excited. 
I think we should just go through, treat whatever as like a franchise. So we have Saw here. We'll treat Saw as the Saw franchise. Um, Evil Dead is the Evil Dead franchise, et cetera. Um, and, uh, and see if we, we agree with each other. Um, I'm very interested to see where your tastes lie on this, Liv. Um, so this first one is Child's Play, the Chucky movies. Yeah. Where would you put the I Chucky think... movies? In Satan tier? A, B, C, not horror enough for this list. Or even worse, F. Oh, I have only seen the original Child's Play, which I watched for the first time this month. Like, I, I truly oh, am okay, great. catching up on stuff. Um, I thought it was great. I thought, okay. I think it's a, I think it's like, um, maybe like an A. That's what I, okay. What are you, what are you thinking? That, that strikes, no, that strikes me as right. I think like for me, I've only seen bits and pieces of them. Child's Play was the first movie to really terrify me as a kid. I caught like 10 minutes of it on, uh, back when like basic cable would just play horror movies in the middle of the day. This is not something that I feel is still done. Um, uh, maybe it is. Who knows? Uh, but I, I watched like 10 minutes of Child's Play 4 and I was terrified of Chucky for a very long time. So uh, I feel like it it has the scares. Um, I think it's a great idea for a movie. I think it it takes that sort of very creepy episode of The Twilight Zone about dolls and makes it a little more visceral. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think I mean, just out of respect, I think it almost needs to be in the A tier. I'm glad to hear it holds up. I love a puppet. I love Chicago. I love, um, I watched it either like the day before or the day after I watched the like new movie talk to me, which was like another a 24 oh. movie where they really are like, but this horror is really about grief. Um, it's <laughs> actually really serious and about grief. Um, <laughs> and I was just like, I love child's play for like it, the mom doesn't come grief. and say, I'm an I'm a single mother and it's because of this reason. And so really Chucky means this. Like, no, Chucky's really like he has the soul of a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, is Chucky really about a serial killer investing adult, or is it really about the weight we carry with all of us, the Chucky's inside our hearts? Um hi, I'm A24 director. <laughs> All right, let's see what's next. Evil Dead. I love the Evil Dead movies. How do you, yes. you feel about the Evil Dead movies? Um, I I love. I haven't seen the new ones. I have, and it looks like that's I haven't either. Movie. I've only seen the the yeah. I've seen Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and Army of Darkness about a million times. Um, I am very lucky. I think that I didn't watch them whenever I was a teenager because I think mm. that I would have become um an ash stan on tumblr to an <laughs> unhealthy degree um i again it. i love a i love a puppet i love there's just so many good moments very surprising moments i think what i like best about evil the evil dead series is that like because i i feel like there's there's some there's some elements in which like evil dead i'm gonna actually bring this down a little bit so we don't have the flashing yeah that's better um I feel like there's moments in Evil Dead where like or in the Evil Dead fandom where you get like people really enjoying Bruce Campbell hamming it up and being goofy and stuff, which I mean, I do, too. Mm -hmm. Ooh, don't get me wrong. But I feel like each of the movies with Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness kind of bring their own specific, interesting elements to them to the, the franchise. Like Evil Dead is just like a very strange and almost like 
it's not found footage in any way, but it almost feels like you found this this weird gem. It, it's just so strange, right? And like Evil Dead Two clearly plays on that and adds some humor, but also intensifies the scariness. And then Army of Darkness is like, but what if instead of intensifying the scariness, we did the humor? Like I I think that like experimenting with a a, a franchise like that, like Campbell and Raimi just like work so well together. Yeah. And and his acting is just so good. Like at Army of Darkness, like especially, mm-hmm. I just feel like he's, he's so great. many different characters. Like he hits so many different tones, like in a short amount of time. Like it, it, he's just so fun to watch. Yeah, I was told. Favorites. Uh, yeah, that's definitely Satan tier. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was told as a kid that, like, not as a kid, as a teen, that it was quote unquote the worst movie ever made. And that's why people. And when I watched it, I was like, "No, this is good. Like, this is actually the what, best movie ever made." What's What's happening here? Like, why Why have my Why have I been misled by all my epic friends? Um. All right. This is. It's like Final Destination. Is that Final Destination? Okay. I have not seen any of the Final Destination. <gasps> I know. I know. It's a huge blind spot for me. Oh. Wow. Um, those are fun because it's also the same thing like we were talking about earlier where it's just like you get to see people die in like fun different ways like one after another. Yeah. Um, you know exactly what you're getting out of them. None of them are great. Yeah. Um, I watched Final Destination 3 so many times in high school. Um, it's comfy horror. It's cozy horror. Let me take a peek at what we're comparing these to because I feel like it's not actually – good but i like it final destination i don't is this what is this i'm not sure it um the uh the orphan movies oh yeah yeah yeah. uh, saw and spiral blair witch wicker man um mastermind i don't know um that one's the devil m night Shyamalan one oh yeah okay yeah Uh, i still think it's fine if a lot of i think if they're c movies likable c movies yeah, I think I think the way you're describing them, I would almost put them into B tier because a bad movie that's a comfort bad movie is like pretty great around Halloween. But I will err towards you. Would you put it in B or C? Um or or I maybe I misheard. You said C, right? They're C movies. Yeah, but... I think they're C movies, but I think they're right. they're like a movie you want to watch whenever you're hungover, I think. That's a C movie. That makes sense. Yeah. To me. I do see that um, Evil Dead 2 is later in this list, so oh, maybe okay, we were... You're just going to put it up there with the... Yeah. Well, uh, like we're, we'll just treat them as franchises. I think that's that just makes sense, because this is someone's... Someone just watched all these, but they, they really did hit most of the franchises, which is pretty great. Um, I don't know what this is. What is this one? Um, I, it's too, too tiny. It's impossible to see. Um... I have no idea. Uh, so we're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> worry about it. We're just gonna. All right. How about it? The it the it series hot hot with the elementary school crowd. It is more popular than ever amongst the people going to school with my kids. Uh, kids yes. love dressing up as it and being scared of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar says he's terrified of Pennywise and then makes up stories about Pennywise and then gets more scared and has to yeah. stop talking about Pennywise. Five year old's curse. Yeah. 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 
kids kids love that. Kids love Michael Myers. Kids are obsessed with Michael Myers. That's true. It's true. I don't really get what kids are obsessed with anymore. Kids are, are they, which is are they built good. different? Because we were we were just scared. I think I was real scared. I think they're built different because they're all playing Roblox, and Roblox is mostly just horrifying ideas in game mm-hmm. form. Like you mm-hmm. know, what if what if you could pick up a phone and some and a uh, a hired killer would have would be required to kill you and your family. Like there's just like six year olds doing this. Like yeah, that's that's the phone game. Like it's 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 real. I know it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kid, kids 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 imbibe some weird media now. I will say, uh, and I'm, I'm sure in some ways it's no weirder than the stuff we imbibed. But it is it is a lot uh, more horror. It's a lot more horror forward. I will say that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what I don't are you know thinking? Where I, put it. I mean, I think it is probably in the B or C tier. I think. I like, think yeah. I mean, I like Tim Curry as Tim Curry. I I would watch Tim Curry do most anything. He's like he's a fun guy to watch, but I think as a story, it's like just spooky clowns, and then there's not much to it. I don't think the Stephen King story is all that interesting. Yeah, um, have you seen the new ones? No, I had no interest. Mm. Have you seen them? I've seen the first one, but then whenever I was like, I don't. Want... Um. Yeah, I think it was entertaining. Um, okay. I like the character design. I think it deserves a B for character design. Okay. Yes. I agree with you. Yeah. I think, and in fact, even the old miniseries, it, I feel like Tim Curry just actually kind of like looking more like a classic clown, but sometimes with sharp teeth, like that is, that's also a clear choice. They've made two Mm -hmm. clear choices with Pennywise. I think we can put it up with a B there. Yeah. All the weird sex stuff later is no fun. No one wants that. Right. Um, how about Orphan? Have you watched any of the Orphan movies? I hear people oh, love Oh, have I? Mia Goth. They're, um, the first, the, the second one I like a lot more. The Is that the, is that like the prequel or? Yeah, it's a prequel. So it's like, okay. do you know the twist of like the original? No, but you can t- tell me. Oh, um, well, so she, she gets adopted by this family um, this young mm-hmm. girl, but turns out she's actually old and she just oh, um, okay. has like some disease that makes her look like a child. Um, but she's I actually like a I've heard this killer. Before, yes. Um, and so then the second movie cool is like really interesting because you know that from the beginning. And so it's like, what's the mm-hmm. point of this movie where she's like, it's called first kill, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's an, I think for people who love horror movies in the same way that they like like Evil Dead or something like that, they love like something a little campy and fun and like not too serious. I think uh, sure. I think that's a I don't know. I feel like the first a, one kind of drags a little bit, but the second one's really good. I feel like you overall have to put it in like a B. Um, but I I, I think they're. Do you emotionally good. want to put it in A? Um, the second one. All right. Well, I think I think we can we can put that okay, in okay. then, right? Like, because I feel like you're sort of describing the way Evil Dead. Well, we were just talking about how it like has this trajectory and this arc. I feel like if it was just Evil Dead, it might still be an A movie. But like, I don't know if it would be like one of my all time favorites. It would be a neat little artifact. But I feel like you need mm-hmm. all three to make it like really the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm going to do Saw and Spiral together because that's the same thing. Yeah, um, I've never seen Spiral. So I've also never seen Spiral. Uh, oh yeah, we could put it in not hard enough for this list. 
Um, not hard enough for my list with the other one. I don't know. It's probably like my favorite movie. It just has a different look right now. Um, actually, no, I, my favorite, my favorite horror movies on here. So we'll, we'll get to it. Um, saw, I, I mean, we were just talking about saw, um, were we on, we were on stream when we were talking about saw, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I couldn't we talked a lot about saw. We, should, we should just hit record. Uh, <laughs> in any case, uh, yeah, I when I saw Saw, I would have put it firmly in the C category, but I think as a sort of cultural artifact and a neat like mm. continuing idea, it's at least an A for me. Uh maybe like oh. maybe around a B. What would you put it? Um Oh, it's hard to say. Um I mean that's me yeah, looking from the outside or... in. So I think I think your point of view is more important here because you've seen more of them. I'm like, I'm thinking about but like I remember that first one and then like and then who knows? Yeah. Like it's it's like I think the last one, like Saw Seven, I gave like a one star on Letterbox. So it's like okay. it's hard to say it's A, because some of them so, were really bad. But even the bad ones, it's like it's you know, I like that I like that yeah. there's a bad one in the mix. You know, it's almost makes the series more important that it can sustain having bad movies and still have so much like cultural power. I think a B though. Yeah, I think in some ways it's almost more respectful to give it a B there because like yeah. it is it's like, OK, this is not like the most brilliant horror f- franchise, but also it knows it's not like it, it, it. it's willing to take its misses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's willing to swing real hard. Um, Blair Witch. What do you think of Blair Witch? I really I think, like Blair Witch. Yeah, I really like Blair Witch and I feel like it would it's it would be disrespectful to to not put it up top to not put it up top even though i've only seen it once and like but i feel like even whenever i watched it like as a um whenever i was in college like it was it was still spooky um and obviously like it's it's blair witch and did so much for yeah or at large and i mean as much as uh as much as and i'm i'm again i'm curbing off of a podcast called uh, a million dead pixelated bodies here so go listen to that if you want but uh um it's very good the the blair witch like does found footage so much better than most of like other found footage movies i feel like and like just because it's so elemental and so like obvious they're panicking and like any sort of conceit about like where did they find this tape like how did how do we get this it's just kind of left out like it really mm-hmm. is sort of this like terrifying thing that ostensibly someone you know found and like i i remember seeing it when it was still the buzz that like who maybe my he was he was like teaching not teaching he was working with uh like as an advisor with some people at NYU who are making films, like student films. And he was like, oh, yeah, Christy, one of the people who he was working with was like, yeah, she told me, like, she knows the kids who made it for, like, whatever film class at Tisch. Like, it's, you know, it's 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 not real. Um, which was great because I was like, I don't know how old I was. It was like 1999 or something. I was like 13 or 14. So it's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. But like. I definitely was like the whole time I was like getting kind of amped up. I was like, okay, when's it going to be scary? What's it going to be scary? And for whatever reason, like the movie itself didn't have like jump scares. Oh, I know why it didn't have jump scares, but for whatever reason that did not like super scare me. Like the actual sort of like emotional or like dread of it didn't scare me then. But that last scene where the guy is in the basement looking at the wall, because I had been building it up all movie probably scared me more than anything I've ever watched. Like just like, 
utter terror. It was like, oh no. Yeah, so. it hits. Mm-hmm. It's it super hits. It's so good. Wicker Man, what are your feelings on Wicker Man? I'll let you go first. I have feelings on Wicker Man. I am not. I don't believe I've ever watched it from start to finish before. Like I've seen okay. large chunks of it, but now I don't think I've ever heard. talking about the original one. The the yeah yeah yeah. The, is it Christopher Lee? Yeah, or Peter? I forget who's in the Wicker Man. Who's in the Wicker Man? Why am I forgetting who's in the Wicker Man? Hold on, this is frustrating me. Um, I really, I, I, I'll, I'll give it away. I really like the Wicker Man. Um, right, it's Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee is the detective in the Wicker Man. Thank you, God, that's frustrating. Um, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. I never watched the the Nicolas Cage one. Yeah, I'm not that one. too interested in it. Um, I would put the Wicker Man in uh, Satan tier because I really, I find it a super captivating and excellent film. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought the the ending where he's sort of screaming in the Burning Man, uh, which is you know, it's not a spoiler because it's it's, it's basically the most emblematic part of the movie. Uh, it's on the great. cover. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, I I think it's I think it's phenomenal. Um, but I will I will average it out or make it lower if you are not as as into it. No, go for it. Okay, I that's love one of my favorites. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, there are two on this list that I will one million percent fight for, and Wicker Man was one yeah. of them. I mean, I'm scared um, of British people too. So, mm-hmm. I... well, and yeah, British people on an island on a smaller island than Britain, oh, stay away. Gosh. That's that's oh, terrifying. <laughs> not Ireland. I don't count you guys. That's not Britain. Um, no. no matter what they may say. Uh, sorry, that's kind of going out of my skis there. Uh, don't get mad at me. I. I, I I swear I I I respect the Irish uh, and I respect my British listeners. Um, <laughs> all right, so you would never be on a tiny island and put people in a wicker man. I would never do that. I never would. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, ah, go away. Oh no. Um, it's it's. I don't it's know what that is. <laughs> uh, all right, so is that? What does it say? You said masterminds or something earlier. I don't know what that is. I thought it was. Uh, we don't know what it is. It goes. It goes in the. It goes in the not hard enough for this list. Uh, M Night Shyamalan's uh, haven't seen movie. That. Haven't seen. Not it. horror enough uh, for us. Not horror enough. The game. Gerald's game. Um, Gerald. Oh God. Yeah. Gerald's game. Right. Okay. Can, can okay. We yeah. that, can we get an F on that one? Sure. I mean, what? Where That's else like, would we put it? I hate that conceit. I hate the Gerald's game conceit. <laughs> I, I I like I remember like learning about Gerald. I don't I've never seen it, but I remember learning about it, watching the trailer, like reading up on it, and like I just I, I found the whole thing incredibly irritating. Like, ooh, like you died and like now you're handcuffed together. You gotta make some real body horror decisions to get out of this. Like, God, this is like the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, watch out, Tabitha King. That's this was Steven's game. All right, get it down. Boom. Uh, probably right. Annabelle, the least I've never bad. Seen. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's Did probably the least Jer- bad, like Netflix Girl's horror game. movie, but T. not good enough to rate any higher. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's that's an extraordinarily low bar. Um, <laughs> best Netflix uh, horror movie is is probably worse than the worst uh, horror movie released in theaters. Yeah. Um, how about Annabelle? I have never uh, seen these. I don't have any uh, no. any feeling on it at all. I'm sure they're they're decent. I've seen it's okay. Annabelle's part of the Conjuring verse, huh? I've never seen Annabelle. Yeah, kind but... of. I don't know. I'm not sure if we can count Annabelle as the Conjuring generally, but we can for the purposes of this. That might be interesting. Um, well, I've only seen the first one. I don't really have strong feelings. It's just like I don't know. I don't know. I find the don't Conjuring tough. I find the Conjuring tough because, like, so I find Annabelle tough because, like, unlike aside from Chucky, who I think is sort of fun, um, I don't really care one way or the other about creepy doll movies. Um, the creepy doll thing doesn't it doesn't move me, I guess. Um, I could be I could be convinced otherwise, but like, and I'm sure Annabelle's kind of interesting in its own way. Um, I I find the Conjuring movies really tough because, like, historically, the people who are the heroes of the Conjuring movie, those weird, like those two exorcists who are famous. Yeah. The Warrens are kind of like awful people. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm, I'm not usually like the kind of person who's like, you know, uh, can, can't stomach good art about bad people or even good art by good, bad people. But like, I don't know, like it's basically just lionizing them and making them into heroes. And they're kind of just awful. Like I, 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 I find the Warrens really kind of like disgusting. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay putting them in the not hard enough for this list, uh, even if we're including the contrary. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, great. I was worried you froze there, but that, so that's why I stared at you for a second. Liv? Uh, okay. Uh, Creep, I haven't seen. I do like the I idea. Seen. I, I like sort of, it seems like it might be interesting. Um, um, we'll yeah. In no, here, but not in a disrespectful way. Yeah. We could also just leave stuff in the what bottom if we haven't seen it. <laughs> I guess that's true. How would how would we know that we've we've gone? How would we know that we've done it already? Um, oh, this is an inter- it is a very interesting premise. Oh, it's it's an interesting premise, but it's also that Mark Duplass movie. Um, Mark Duplass is kind of a strange dude. Uh, a young videographer answers an online ad for a one day job in a remote town to record the last messages of a dying man. When he notices the odd man's odd behavior, he starts to question his intentions. That might be interesting. Um, I, I was thinking I would maybe watch it this month. I think it's like 70 minutes, too. So it's like a, a good weekday movie. Yeah. And you can also see the guy uh, from the league acting like uh, like a crazy guy. And not not the guy from the league who lied about being in 9-11. Um, <laughs> a different guy from the league. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. Um, oh, feelings on Night of the Living Dead? Which one? I always get confused with all of the zombie movie titles. So these are Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. They're both part of the same series. So Night of the Living Dead was the Romero ones are Night of the Living Dead. Day. Day of the Dead. No, I'm sorry. All right, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Um, and the other ones that spun off from that are Night of the Living Dead 2 and 3, which are much campier and 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 kind of like goofy. 
this is like crazy, but like, what is, what's the one that I've seen? The one that's like black and white about them being like, it's Night of the Living Dead. That's the first one. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. The, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. That's the one that's common to all of them. Oh yeah. I love it. I think it's a stone cold. Classic. I think it's a, I think it's a Satan tier. I agree. I, I think it, it's amazing. And it's, it's like, so I don't know, like it, you start to get self-conscious or I do anyway. Cause like, it's such like an obvious kind of like, isn't this about America kind of commentary at the end where the guys uh, shoot the survivor uh, and yeah. you're not sure if they shoot him because he's black or because he's a zombie and he's not a zombie, he's human, but uh, it, it's such a great moment. Like it, it, it not great because it makes you happy. It's like, it's so upsetting um, mm-hmm. and it's done so straight facedly and without any, um, hemming and hawing i think it's really like probably romero's best choice as a director it's it's really uh, the movie's harrowing even now it's, it's it's a wonderful film where are we putting rebecca the uh the hitchcock du maurier combo oh i didn't know if that was the netflix rebecca i've never seen the movie and i i disagree with the idea of making it a movie <laughs> i think i i it's my favorite Liv book disagreeing with Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, that's it's one of uh, Kristen's favorite books too. She loves Rebecca and Jamaica Inn. I think that you Rebecca. Guys so you guys have so much in common. <laughs> we're so common. Uh, we're so it's basic. True. I You're think so that common. that's what I'm going to know. I think the only way to make Sorry, Rebecca into a movie would be to make it like a found footage POV horror movie. Like, I don't think that you should be able to see the narrator. Like, I think it changes the whole text to be able to just, like, see the narrator. That's fair. Yeah. No, I would agree. Um, I'm I'm a big Hitchcock apologist, but also I will admit that he has so many movies. Apologist is too much. Everyone loves Alfred Hitchcock. I'm a big Hitchcock fan. And, like, I like his movies a lot. Um. I will also say he has so many movies that some of them just simply do not hit. Um, and, and I'm willing to agree that as far as like textually unraveling a, a novel adaptation, I do not trust Alfred Hitchcock as much as I would trust other directors. Well, I'll say that. Like me. I would trust you so much, so much uh, with my life, with my textual life. Uh Sinister, not seen it. Haven't uh, seen it. Kind of fun. All right, would see it though. American Murder. Don't know what that is. Don't know what it is. Yeah, well, I hope it was good. Um, this thing. I think it's Hereditary. Okay, Hereditary. How do we feel about Hereditary? We can we can just put this all the A forty two horror movies in a big in a big A24. bag here. A twenty. A no, it's A twenty two now. A forty two now. I have I have a flip script. <laughs> I'm I'm jokerizing A24. Um no it's A24 and Blumhouse and all that stuff. We can put them in a big old bag and 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 comment on this here with Hereditary. How, how do you feel about these kinds of movies? So I loved Hereditary whenever I first mm-hmm. saw it, but now that I'm like grouping it in my head with every other movie about grief, elevated horror since yeah. then, it's like i I feel like I would never want to rewatch it, but I do think, oh. Hello. Um, but I do think that it's, I don't know, it's hard to rate it just because, like, I would have to rewatch it. Like, I don't know. 
Should we it put it in the B tier as something that is like a good thing to rewatch, but it made you cry a lot. That's, I mean, that's the sign yeah. of an effective film. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. I think it was right. cool. Um, it was definitely shocking to yeah. me whenever I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's one of the knocks against the A24 formula is this, that it relies on the shock in some ways of like a, a central scene. But I don't necessarily know if I agree that that's like a bad thing. I mean, maybe if it becomes like a a studio formula and it's no fun anymore. But like, I like I I re- I'm I really like the and I I realize this is not a universal thing, but I really like the film Drive. And uh, one of the reasons I like the film Drive is because uh, because I want to wear that jacket. Uh, no, because I uh, I like where that there's like two moments in the movie where the film absolutely like erupts into this horrible violence. And mm-hmm. it's it's a really good, and and then the second one um, after that, the the film is extremely violent throughout. But like, the first part of the movie is like intentionally very dull. Like it's it's just kind of like it feels like something's boiling over, but it's also quite boring. And so those explosions of violence are really impactful. Like tonally, is like a really fun thing to watch. Um, so I I kind of like shock sometimes. I think it, I think it really helps a film move along. Um, but I also think the idea of elevated horror kind of misses the point of the genre. Like, you don't have to elevate it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you fall on the Scream series? Is this is this an easy top tier for you? Is it not? Yeah. I I definitely the first Scream. I I feel like mm-hmm. it's it has to be Satan tier just because it's so Scream. I mean, the, the last I mean, one was was pretty not good um but and i don't feel bad putting the whole two and three up here too because two and three were also quite good um as i recall um but i uh yeah i mean scream scream is just kind of unbelievable um and like people talk about you know it's it's impact and like it's hard to watch horror movies after you watch scream and so it's harder to even like um, or without thinking of Scream, it's very easy to watch horror movies, but it's hard to watch them without thinking about Scream in some ways or thinking about what Scream did, even even if it's like unconsciously. It must just be even harder to make them afterwards because it is that moment mm-hmm. where you get the self-awareness, which often kind of ruins things, but Scream shows how you can just do it so well, right? Like it, yeah. it, it adds to the horror, it adds to the intrigue. It's It's a brilliant film. And the first one was like actually uh, scary too. Like it's like it did what it, it wanted to do as far as being self aware, but it's actually like a horror movie. The Drew Barrymore, like, yeah, the Drew Barrymore death terrified me. That whole yeah. sequence was like just so scary because it, it really does. You're right. Like it, it it's the it's the self aware slasher, but it's also just like the really brutal and scary home invasion stuff that you see in something like Straw Dogs or whatever, where like it it's equally kind of glib and humorous and deeply upsetting. And that, that is a potent mix. Agree. Do you have feelings about Dawn of the dead? I see. Uh, I haven't seen that one. I wanted to make sure that I was um, thinking of the right movie earlier. I mean, it's, it's great. We could just, we could just stick it up there with night of the living dead. I, okay. I, I don't think we need to find slice that necessarily. Um, it's good. I mean, I don't think it's as good as night of the living dead, but we've been doing series in part because I think if we talked about each one of these movies, uh, you'd be here till midnight. 
and that's uh, and I don't want that for you. And I, that's that's so rude. And I already told you what I feel like about people who are rude to you. I'm so mad. Um, I know what you did last summer. I haven't seen my it. I've heard it's not very good. So <laughs> my relationship with this movie is very funny because I've never seen it, but I didn't see it because <laughs> I read is it is it's a Sue Grafton novel, I think. Um, and I read it when I was in sixth grade. Like I was like, I, well before the movie came out, I was like, ah, oh, this book's great, it's so cool. And then in the actual book, I don't think anyone dies. Like I think it's fairly like PG. And in the movie, they all die. I was like, well, they ruined the book. <laughs> As an adult, I'm like, well, you're not gonna you're not gonna put out like that book. Like that's kind of ridiculous. Um, I think I think I can put it in like the I'll put it with Final Destination in the C tier because I would be okay. happy to watch it on a cozy afternoon. Um, it's not, it's no Sue Grafton, but you know, what is really, all right. I'm, I'm just going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with this. I've, uh, the ones I really love, I've said like, Liv, you go first. Cause I don't want to like, I don't want to talk, uh, and like, and like influence anything. Not that I would influence you, but yeah. I don't want to like set the tone. Um, I can't stop myself with this one. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my favorite horror movie. Yeah. That's um, an easy thing to hear. It is, yeah, just up and down, a brilliant film. Probably one of my favorite, like, five or ten movies ever. Um, I showed it in, so I, it, it will terrify anyone who's listening to this and thinking this guy doesn't know anything about movies. Um, I taught a film class briefly because I, I TA'd it, so I got to teach one in the summer. It was really fun. I just picked whatever movies I wanted, and uh, one of them was The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I also taught The Warriors. It was it was a great, it was, oh, it was a great class. Uh, but uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre may have been the most because i i got to we had like a little at uic they had a, a a place where you could put stuff on the big screen so it wasn't like a massive screen but it was bigger than any tv like it was a serious projection uh booth and uh it is the texas chainsaw massacre is the most grating and uncomfortable film to watch in a situation like that and i like i felt almost bad for my students but i was like no they have to they have to see this this is important like the texas chainsaw massacre is so good yeah it's you know it's about beautiful things too like we get to choose our own families That's so true you know those 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 leatherface boys did not um have have a good upbringing and they found connection mm -hmm. that's really sweet also, I like that Leatherface puts on makeup. I feel like that, and it's not commented upon in a negative way. It's just like what Leatherface does. I think it's kind of yeah, sweet. Yeah, that is sweet. Um, and that and, and that grandpa is somehow alive. That's also that was that was always one of my favorite parts. Um, very strange. I thought he was just a corpse, and then he starts trying to use the hammer. <laughs> How do you feel about the ethics of 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 the movie that Toby Hooper used to scare the scare the the actors by having you know you know that right where they were like running in the forest and like he just wouldn't tell them that it was the right scene and uh, and then Leatherface would jump out and they'd start actually running they like scratch themselves on trees and stuff it's why it's so good but it, it's really kind of mean too I don't know yeah I think it's probably not for the best um, <laughs> you know. It's that I wouldn't want to go on record saying, yeah, no, I think that was the correct decision to make. Um, it's a real Stanford prison experiment moment, like in that you couldn't do it today because of all the wokes. Um, no, I agree. 
I, I think you're right. I think it's 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 an awful thing to do, but it sure made great cinema. It's it's hard it's hard to say otherwise. It's like a really bad position to take, but you have to. All right, we're getting late, so we'll do these last three quick. Um, the ruins, or uh, wait, the descent. I'm sorry, this is the descent. I've never seen the descent. I only saw bits of it. I want to give it at least a a gentle a gentlewoman C because it uh, deals with. Um, queer female sexuality in the sense of within the context of caves. And I think that's like a pretty interesting trope and not one that yeah. has been super well-trodden in horror. So I think that's cool. Um, I think that's really cool as a major release too. That's, that's pretty neat. I think it probably like if I watched Strangers? it, I would probably rate the descent higher. Um, it's just something that mm -hmm. I've like been putting off watching, but, but I haven't seen it. So we, we can't, can't rate we it. Can't rate <laughs> Um, what I think it I want to give it a gentleman a gentlewoman C because of its because of its <laughs> its themes. Yeah. Um the strangers. I haven't seen any of the strangers. I will say I love the scene in The Strangers 2 that people have shared with me that is uh the the killing at the pool uh scene which you could just look up on YouTube. It's it's one of those funny little movie things where at the end they like they show you like a, a reel to reel and they're like the movies and like give you a bunch of other scenes to watch. Um from what I can tell, The Strangers 2 is quite a bad movie, but uh, Strangers 1 is supposed to be good, and the pool scene in The Strangers 2 is brilliant. It's like a fantastic scene. Um, but I, I can't really, in any good knowledge, rate this. Have you, you watched any of these? Yes. I would say that The Strangers is a, an A for me. Um, it was the only movie. I watched it with my friends. I was already like college age, and I was terrified watching it. Like I was begging them to turn it off like which is not like i don't get mm. scared during horror movies and like there's something about i don't know being in a creepy college apartment watching a home invasion movie um i don't know i think home invasion is like, like the one thing that could still scare me i feel the same way like home invasion movies um from like you know funny games to straw dogs to the strangers like there's something i don't I don't necessarily like it's not a sovereignty thing. It's not even a vulnerability thing. It might just be a plausibility thing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not I'm not like a scared of crime guy. Like I don't think it's actually plausible. But I also think like the idea of someone breaking into my house is more plausible than say like being locked up in a giant wicker man and burned to death. Um yeah, I don't know what it is. They they do scare me too. I, I yeah. agree. And last but not least, our second king, The Fog. I hate to tell you that I've never seen The Fog. I've never seen but The Fog either. We're going to put it in. Oh. It's, it's the only John Carpenter movie on here. Oh, it's a Carpenter. Yeah, you're right. It's not. The, I was thinking of The Mist. Yeah, it's the only Carpenter on here. Um, so we got to at least give it a B, right? <laughs> we stand. We stand, Carpenter. Let's do it. All right, everyone. Based off of absolutely nothing. <laughs> our, our tier list. Yay. What do you think, Liv? Are, you, are, are, are we proud of ourselves? Um, proud is a strong I'm, I'm word, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we will stop sharing there. Um, Liv, I've kept you long enough. Is there any, is there any last thought you have before we, before we wrap this up? Mm, just a, a big happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. 
I would say uh, enjoy enjoy time with your friends and family this Halloween, whatever family you choose that to be. Um, yeah. As is the lesson of uh, Toby Hooper's classic '70s film, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I also think uh, you know consider consider um, your your dietary choices. I think I think the idea of being vegan and not eating the candy that is given to you from factories is uh, there's something very uh, something very real and 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 good about that. Um, I don't live that, but I I will be considering it this Halloween um, after Liv mentioned it. And I think that is, I think that that is something that I'm going to 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 be thinking on. So I thank you for that. Mm. Well, that's, that's we, yeah, we were talking that's about sincere, that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking I, about that I, beforehand. Gonna... <laughs> it was a a different tier list option was to talk about. Uh, Halloween candies, candies, but the only one I can eat is yeah. Sour Patch Kids, which is the best candy anyway. So. I mean, that's an S tier. That's an S tier candy. That's yeah. so good. Yep. Oh my god, Sour Patch Kids. <sighs> I want some now. I don't think we have any in the house, unfortunately. Uh, um, well, I'm going to make a Wawa run and go get some Sour Patch Kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Liv, where can people find you? AV Club. Other than anywhere, here. anywhere that there's uh, a place to search. Just put in AV Club. See if I'm there. AV Club, yeah. Check it out. You might find her. Um, and you know where to find me. I'm Hagelbond on Twitter. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to start my blue stri- my blue sky stuff, but it's so hard to have two places to post. Um, and of course, no cartridge. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, hopefully we see. <laughs> uh, remember, you can watch this. You again soon. Bye. <laughs>